It is the Thursday edition. The do we take the Bucks for granted edition? Oh, about that. Tao shall explain. Edition. The I'm just gonna put it out there. Are you effing kidding me? Edition. And once again, I am reminded why I don't like social media, even when I think I've got something really good for the show. There's always people out there that just... I just don't understand them. Edition. Of Wildey and Tausch. On 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. 100.5 ESPN Madison. 14.30 ESPN Beaver Dam. ESPNWisconsin.com. The ESPN app. Your Alexa smart speaker. Soon to be on video. And, of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jason Wilde in Green Bay. Jesse Nelson is in the ESPN Madison studios. And from his undisclosed location, where he would never use such coarse language, even about how the Bucks are underappreciated. He is the Packers Hall of Famer. He is Mark Tauscher. Tauscher, good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I... Uh, it, it made me think a lot last night because uh, driving home, uh, listening to our Bucks buddy and Dave Kane on uh, yeah, me 100.5, too. and well, I was listening. You, I was listening on 100.5. I'm sure you were listening on WTMJ. I was. That's true. And mm-hmm. it is. Uh, it just dawned on me when you start looking at it, and I know, you know, we had the stretch obviously when the. Bucks were winning the world's championship, and everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. The, I think one of the problems, especially in our business and just in general as a sports fan, is what Mike McCarthy told us as a team when he first took the Packers job, and it was you're going to have a much harder time handling success. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm nervous about. I think as a st- fan base we have taken the milwaukee bucks for granted when they just closed up i believe this is the third time at least the second maybe the third time that we've been the best team in the east with the one seed and or the best team in the league with the record we are on an unprecedented run of greatness and i think we're not fully embracing it and I'm guilty of that just as much as anyone. You are guilty of that. Because well, here's so the thing. And, well, here's the thing. And, and, and I think this is natural. I think you actually, if I recall correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, you actually compared the Packers season of 2021 to how we kind of felt about the Bucks. Or was it last year's season? I always forget because it didn't go the way it was supposed to. But it's all about the what you do in the playoffs, right? And with the Bucks in their championship year or the year after, it's all, okay, well, not to be like you are the college basketball fan that you kind of are. Wake me in March. Wake me in the playoffs. And you said it about the Packers, right? Didn't really matter. You had the number one seed. It didn't go anywhere. Uh all that matters to me, I don't care if you go 13-4. and four. Now it turned out they went 8-9 and nine this past season. But when you achieve a certain level of success, 
it is all about what you do in pursuit of a championship. And while winning 50-plus games and getting the number one overall seed, not just in the East, but in the overall NBA, is great, and it helps your chances of, theoretically, winning a title, I think there's it's not underappreciation. It's just... This is great, but it doesn't mean that much. And quite frankly, I'm guessing that the players and Coach Bud feel the same way, don't you? Yeah, I I, I do. And I just wonder, are we, because of the new generation, because the playoffs are expanded and all of the other stuff, is it this a new deal, a new phenomenon? Because if we look back at it, the Pistons, the Bulls, the Lakers, all these teams that have won championships in the past, did they kind of do the same thing? Was it all just always about winning the championship? Have we, as fans, um, put it on ourselves to just think if you don't win a championship, everything else is just bunk? And I, I just I, I wonder, because this Bucks run – as long as Giannis is here, we're always going to be players. Drew Holiday's getting older. Chris Middleton got hurt last night. We don't know what the extent to how long he's going to be out. These windows close, and then we move on, and we look back and say, with the Bucks, it's not going to be the same as with Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers, that window is closed, or closing and not much room left. Have we as fans just said, you know what? I don't really care about all that. I'll be entertained. But if we don't win, ugh. because with the Bucks, it is now to the point where, yeah, we've won a championship. We want to get another one. That will put Giannis on a – he's already at, at the Mount Rushmore of Wisconsin athletes when you start looking at the grand picture of things. But that moves him into another level because winning two has not been done by a modern Wisconsin athlete in – when is the last time? Who's the last Wisconsin – star that has won two championships who is i don't have one yeah, i can't it's, tell it's, you one it's the it's the packers of the lombardi era yeah because that's Kareem who it is won he won the, one the big o, but that was in seven, only one we're looking for henry the aaron first time won to one be, we as i think Giannis been able to get to with chris and with drew and everybody else that would elevate them into a rarefied air in Wisconsin, in the landscape of Wisconsin sports. And I do feel like it will continue to pick up steam. And we're guilty of this, trust me, uh, as far as what we talk about, what we do. But I'm just saying in general, we have completely taken – I don't think we've taken Giannis for granted, but I think we've taken this team and their accomplishments completely for granted. And I think last night – as they sealed up the one seed without Giannis playing, with Middleton missing most of the game, it makes you pause and say, boy, this has been an unbelievable run that this group has been on. So you feel like you have not been appreciative, though. You're, you're acknowledging that yourself as well. Yeah, no, for sure. I've appreciated Giannis, and I appreciated the way – the Bucks hung in there after that brutal loss against the Raptors. The way they revamped themselves and then got it done. I'm probably in the camp that if Giannis only wins one, I'm still going to be uber thankful for that one championship that he brought to Milwaukee. 
But, boy, I think from a validation standpoint and really elevating both Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks into that rarefied air, and you could start talking dynasty if they get another one this year. All of a sudden that changes because Ron Wolf said it back in the old days. A lot of people have said anybody can win one, and Aaron Rodgers is finding that out. The Green Bay Packers are finding that out. It's a lot harder to continue to win when everybody knows that that's the expectation. Nobody's been able to do it. The Milwaukee Bucks are primed in the most important one seed in the history of the Eastern Conference. They're primed to get it done. So, a couple things. First of all, I do not, from this chair, like to tell fans how to act. I've learned my lesson long ago on the precursor of Wilde and Tausch Green and Gold today when I said, I don't think when the Chicago Bears have a chance to keep you out of the playoffs, chanting the Bears still suck was a good idea. Fans were not pleased with that take. And so I said, you know what? I'm not going to tell fans how to behave. And that was 2010. So I don't do it anymore. I would say this. For me... As someone who has a job that follows the journey of the team he covers, I love the journey, and I'm fascinated by the journey, and I think that you should savor each week of the journey, but that's easy for me to say about the team I cover because they play once a week. I do think it's hard, whether it's a 162-game baseball season or an 82-game basketball season, to... Be appreciative of every win, especially if you have a good team. So I think that's part of it. I think the other part of it, whether it's Jordan and the Bulls or Kobe and the Lakers or Tom Brady and the Patriots, there has been in the last 25, 30 years this, if you don't win a chip, it doesn't matter what you did. And we have had this argument on this show many times regarding the Packers. Was it a successful season or not? And I'm always the dolt who's claiming that the 2016 season was a success because you were 4-6 and and you won eight in a row and then you got blown out in the NFC Championship game with Latroy Guillon at guard and Ladarius Gunter chasing, flailing at the greatest wide receiver in the league at the time, Uh, in Julio Jones. So there has been this, if you don't win a championship, your season has been a failure. Now, you're the one who's played in the league 11 years. I would assume that while you're always disappointed with a loss to end your year, that when you get at least a little space, you think, boy, we had a pretty good run this year. It was a fun year or whatever else. But ultimately, this idea of taking winning for granted is because you don't win the championship, and so you devalue all the other games you won. And I bet that there are Patriots fans, we know some of them, that the years that they didn't win the championship, even though they won six with Belichick and Brady, they're like, well, that was a waste of time. Like, that's how we've become as a sporting public. So I don't think it's exclusive to you or to Bucks fans, and quite frankly, in in fairness to the John Wesleys and the other rabid Bucks fans who tweet me every time the Bucks win to remind me that the Bucks won that night, even if I was listening to JG and 
Dave Kane on 620 WTMJ and listen to the entirety of Bucks talk afterward. Uh, I get it. You're that passionate. I'm guessing they, Tausch, don't take that winning for granted, but maybe they do too, for all I know. But last night, to do it without Giannis, who you find out, what, 90 minutes before the game is not going to play, and then Chris leaves after, what, nine minutes? I mean, winning that way, that's pretty impressive. To lock up the one seed, it's not like it was the game on Friday, tomorrow night, or the game in Toronto to end the season where there's nothing to play for anymore. There was something to play for last night, and they got it done anyway. Yeah, that I think we have conditioned ourselves to not care about the regular seasons, and part of it is the sports talk, the first takes and the Skip Baylesses, and it's if you don't win a championship, you're junk. And I, you saw a little bit of that with Dame Lillard. And I think from the Bucks standpoint, getting the one – was special, and it moved the needle, and it was a, a big deal for everybody that's a Wisconsin sports fan to bring another championship here. And now I do think our attention, I think people's attention when the playoffs get it, and probably not in the first round, but the fact that you have three great teams in this conference, Cleveland is coming, the Milwaukee Bucks, when, when and if they play in the Eastern Conference Finals, versus either the Sixers or the Celtics, more than likely. I think that will be when we really fully jump back in. But I don't think there's a ton outside of really avid Bucks fans that are even really concerned or worried about that first part. And that's partially to do because of how long the playoff run is. But it also is, I think we just now have this built-in expectation that this is where this team is, and this is going to continue on. And you always feel that way until it's not. And then it's like that show, The Office, when they said, I wish we remember the old times when we were actually living in them. I hope that Bucks fans and myself and everybody else that has seen some of these things in the past don't look back when Giannis, if Giannis leaves or if this team falls off, that we say, well, I remember that, 19, or that 2020 season, I, uh, 2021, I I wish I would have taken more time to appreciate the greatness that we've seen over the last five or six years. This conversation also overlaps with another conversation we've had on this show, which is I would take nine losing seasons if I got a championship every 10th year. And living in the moments of those, again, the Rams are sending out letters to their fans, essentially begging them to come to the games even though they're going to suck. Because, hey, wasn't that Super Bowl we won two years ago awesome? Can you still come to the games? Can you still pay attention to us in this uh, limited attention span market of Los Angeles? Like, this is all. So, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to think about it and answer it after we talk about Gina Della and Pella. You're a solutions guy. What are you going to do about this? 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. I would love to hear, I don't know how many avid Bucks fans listen to our show because we don't talk enough Bucks for their liking, but whether it's Bucks fans or just Wisconsin sports fans in general, I would like to hear from them on the talk and text line if they would admit that they're this way too. You don't win a championship, I don't really care. And do you feel like maybe you don't do a good enough job 
of savoring the journey. And if you're a Packers fan, every win. Did you learn something about being a fan last year when they went 8-9 and nine and they went through a five-game losing streak under a head coach who, oh, by the way, had never lost consecutive games in his first two years? You never, as a Packers fan during the Matt LaFleur era before last year, ever had back-to-back losses. It never happened. 844-770-3776. That is the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line. Do you take winning for granted? And if it's not a championship, do you not appreciate it enough? I know one person we do appreciate, and that's Gina Della from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Never take Gina and their great team at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin for granted. And leading off, man, the Brewers, whoo, smoking hot, 5-1 and one out of the gates. Game winner last night. Leading off with Pella is their innovative and award-winning easy slide horizontal windows that reveal tons of natural light and beautiful unobstructed views. Next up in the order, Pella's premium roll screens. Like magic, the screen just rolls right out of sight whenever you close your window. And on deck, Pella's Reserve Series, Patio Door, like a great utility player they can be placed anywhere on the field with custom sizes and colors that fit your home's decor. Get 0% for 48 months when you order by April 30th. Do it at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions do apply. 844-770-3776 is the number to get in on the conversation. It's Wilde and Tausch.